What's up, guys? It's Mr. 5K Nate Bradley, and you're watching the Saturday Night's Main Event Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the final countdown. The show starts. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another night of Saturday Night Main Event with my good buddies, Isaiah and Dan the Man, and a special guest tonight, if y'all don't recognize him, Matt with Cam the Nighthawk Rockwell. What's going on, gentlemen? I guess Daniel had to leave. <laughs> What's up? No, I'm just getting a drink. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm good. How y'all doing, fellas? Oh, I'm doing awesome. What about you, Isaiah? Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> As basically, basically have three jobs at this point. Uh, promotion at work, so I'm doing two jobs in one, plus uh, photography. Always, always busy. Mm-mm-mm. So what was... So I kind of want to start it off as, what was your thoughts on February 24th? Break it off. For TASW, what are your thoughts about the whole thing? Daniel? Oh, no, I loved it. It was super fun. It was fun. <laughs> I think I enjoyed it better than the Conroe show. Um, it was just super, it was better. It was super fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I liked the, the fact that it, it was, it felt more lively. Even though the in Conroe it was outside, and you know you were able to be in that breeze to stay cool, but for some reason that atmosphere at the VFW was beyond the best experience that I've had with in uh, independent wrestling. Oh, and the 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 seating was a lot better. I I wasn't crunched between people. It was actually nice. Tables were a nice addition. I liked that. And uh, all the all the all stars took advantage of the table too, jumping on top of it, smashing people's heads on it. It was great. Can't well, I, I, I really thought that that one. Uh, I forgot who it was. I think it was against. Uh, who was it with? I forgot who it was, but I really thought that they were gonna smash their head on your belt, Dan. I was wanting to. That's why I laid it there. <laughs> That's why I laid it there. <laughs> God. Shit, I wanted somebody to pick it up and use it. Yeah, the seating the seating at the VAFW hall in Cyprus, it's uh it it seems better, but I will tell y'all, uh the night that y'all came out to Conroe, usually the all the event is held inside that main brewery, that main warehouse that you walk through to get to the outside. Mm-hmm. And uh they had to move. I was told that they had to move out back because they had like five other events there that day that some kind of a brisket class and um a couple other events so they to to fit them in and let us still have that event they moved it out back so there was a little bit less seating unfortunately but uh 
don't don't give up on the brewery man y'all got to come check it out it's it's always a good time oh no i i definitely definitely still gonna go i mean just being there with the tasw has been the best i mean of course it's been my only show that i've been to but other than that from other ones that i've seen on facebook that i kind of follow i just feel a different vibe from texas all-star there's just something oh. about it I think well, it's cool. the, 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 go, go ahead Daniel. no i was just going to say really quick it's cool because you almost feel like you're a part of the show yourself like me and tim we had the bad guys coming up to us and too sweetness i mean that shit was cool alone i had a blast and then you just feel like the wrestlers interact with you more yeah, they, they both have they both have their own their own uh, special quirks for for one well, quirk for lack of a better term, but qualities. There you go. Uh, I like the first show that we ever went to. Uh, Tina and I met up with with Matt and Holly up there. Uh, it was during crawfish season, and they had uh, like a phenomenal crawfish uh, vendor there. And it was extremely reasonably priced. I think I paid like 25, 30 bucks. And I got like three pounds of crawfish, ravioli, some sausage, potatoes. And the dude gave me a free uh, beer ticket to take up to uh, the tap room. So we both got a free drink out of it. And then he hand delivered the crawfish to us. I was like, dude, I got no problem coming downstairs and getting it from you. And he's like, no, it's fine. This is how we operate. You know, we'll bring it up there to you. And, uh, you know, as usual, the people up there in the brewery, uh, the tap room, they're extremely friendly, and uh, they got a lot of a lot of high quality uh, beer up there too that I really enjoyed. Oh yeah, um, I will admit that was my first time trying the the bombshell. That was really good. Oh yeah, that that's your first time trying it. Yeah. Oh, you've been missing out for a long time, man. <laughs> Very long time. But you, said, you said that was a blonde bombshell. Yeah. Dude, I had that at my wedding. That we had a keg of that. Dude, it was like I, uh, Isaiah was telling me that there's different flavors, but that one that they had there that night, if it wasn't getting later in the night, I would have had to go. Uh, yeah, the one that I really enjoyed that got. Sorry, Matt. Uh, I'll be real quick. Uh, the one that I enjoyed last time. I don't know if it's seasonal or if it was just discontinued, but it was kind of like their version of Dos Equis, and it already had the line. And the uh, salt, like built into it, it was really good. Yeah, I don't. I think they they make that one regularly now. But I tell you, there's. I don't know. I could. It's hard for me to say which beer is my favorite. It just kind of depend depends which mood I'm in. But uh, Bombshell Blonde, my always go to. I love that one. But they have the um, the brunch. Uh, it's it's something brunch, and it's very similar to like blue moon with an orange in it but it's it's delicious and it's it's a little bit better on tap than it is in a can but either way there's it's still delicious so tim you should try that one and then if you're um at all into dark beers the uh buried hatchet stout okay man it's amazing chocolatey coffee flavor to it it's one it's one of my favorite dark beers the stout it's really good Really good sipping in the wintertime. Like one or two, though, because it'll get you. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, cho cho 
Chalk me down for the uh, the brunch also. That was my go-to last time, and uh, it's, it's it pretty good. good. And they had a new one that I, uh, I'll be honest with you, I was a little afraid to try it the, whenever she was describing it to me, but they had like an oatmeal-flavored one that was actually really good. It wasn't overly a, sweet or a, anything. A dark beer? Uh, I don't do dark. This was okay. this was like light, light, medium. Hmm. Yeah, was dark's that, just too stout for me. Was that that one that you had me uh, finish for you? Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, wasn't feeling it that night, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, that one was actually pretty good too. Nah, but uh, going back to the that night, especially because we got Matt on, dude, Cam, that match was unbelievable. The 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 whole thing, and. Mama uh, Rockwell, oh, that was entertaining too as well. After the match, oh, oh Mama Nighthawk, <laughs> oh yeah, Woo. yeah, yeah. We we get into the show, you know. We're we're fans of wrestling, but it's it it's uh it brings it kind of to a new level for me. I mean, I've been a big fan of wrestling for most of my life. I can remember watching Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage way back in the day when I was a kid, and then uh, I definitely got big into it in the Attitude Era. Stone Cold, The Rock, mm. GX. I mean, you know, I can't say enough about that. I could talk about it forever, but actually, uh, me and her, we, we've been together two years now, and uh, just going to Cam's shows, just seeing him progress, and finally made his dream come true. Uh, and, and from what he told me, he he's not stopping. No, no, he's got no intentions of stopping, man. He's uh he's dedicated to it. He's he's very loyal to the wrestling and uh he just wants to get better all the time. And I'm so proud of that guy. He's he's come a long way in the last year and I'm I'm just really proud of him. He's put in a lot of dedication and effort into it and you know, we're gonna show up and support him no matter what. So Yeah, I, I do wanna see what happens with the whole issue with the tribe. Yeah, the tribe, man. They're they're definitely a force to be reckoned with. They've got the uh Jesse Logan and Vinny Zuko. They got the tag team titles now. And yeah, the the tribe, man, they're they're definitely something. They they like to put their nose in other people's business and that's kind of it kind of came to Cam's benefit this time. They've they've cost him the title multiple times. But they finally they messed with too many people at one time is what they did, mm-hmm. and yeah. the other the other crews got tired of it, so they came out there to deal with them and let them not interfere with the title match and let Cam finally shine. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what added to the match because I love that last little sequence when Cam hit that super kick and then he went for the cover and it just got quiet. You just hear one crowd would get quiet, two, and I'm, I didn't even hear the ref hit the three. And then everybody just erupted. Like, that was so cool, man. The, the only thing I heard was ding, 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 ding. That's yeah, all, that's, that's all I, I heard. And then everyone yeah. just going nuts. Yeah, when, when that when that, when that that third hand came down, it was so electric in the room, you couldn't hear it. You, you couldn't hear his hand hit the mat until you heard the bell. Everybody just went crazy. It was, uh, you know... It, it was it's kind of an emotional experience too you know being so close with cam and and seeing 
the troubles that he's gone through with the tribe and them interfering so long, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely a proud moment. And I know he's, he's just high on himself right now. You know, he's just lo loving life. Oh, I, I know. I bet you he is. But the, everything about that event, though, I mean, even Nate's match, even though it got in, um, interrupted, I mean, that one was just, to me, that one was brutal. I mean, that one where he came off the ropes and got Dude, just that slap. Oh, that, that slap was vicious. <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I can pull up the picture. He sent me the picture the next day of his chest. Man. Oh, God. Look, like, look. So, uh, before we, we go uh, too much further with the conversation, just to give anyone who's listening a, a, a backstory here, um, you know, Matt, uh, obviously he said, you know, him him and Cam's mom, they've been together for a couple of years. And uh, Matt also operates as his, his merch manager uh, at all the venues and everything. And, uh, you know, Matt, Matt and I have known this dude for literally half my life at this point. Um, so just, there, there's, there's a little bit of favoritism with the, the Nighthawk as far as, as far as I'm concerned, uh, got, got that, that extra family tie there. Um, but even all that being said, even if there, that connection wasn't there, uh, I've, I've told Cam this and maybe he's listening right now, who knows, but even without that family connection, uh, he would, he'd probably, he'd still be my favorite because he's, he's one of the few that he's a flyer but he's also a power wrestler at the same time. You know, he, he can throw you around the mat and beat the hell out of you with the best of you, but he's not afraid to go top rope either. And you don't see that very often. It's top either one, it, it's either one or the other. Very rarely do you have both. So yeah. he, he's definitely got that, that special recipe down to an art. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, even, <laughs> even during that mat, like afterwards, I mean, you could God. the way that he got yeah. slapped. It was just there was a little bit of blood. Yeah, I saw it like trickling out. That was wild. And I don't know if you saw it, Matt, but um, during Cam's match, I actually pointed it out to Isaiah and Daniel. He was actually bleeding from the mouth. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, e and X put a little bit of extra pow on that knee, on that knee to the face. Yeah, it, it busted his lip a little bit. I, I saw it and I I pointed it out to his mom. I said, Hey, babe, his uh said that knee really connected that time and it busted his lip. So yeah. That was uh that that whole event, I'll agree with you, Tim. That whole event was just really special. You know they were very entertaining. They were all in it. The crowd was there. They had the uh you know, I'll say the suspense of the matches because some of this, uh, some of this storyline, it's been building for a while, and it was just finally reaching its peak, and people could tell you could you could almost feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say because when I saw Cam the first time when we went to the one in um, Conroe, from seeing him in that match into this one, I will honestly say he came out with a different attitude, like he was there to win and it, it well, it, he, he went into it with a do or die attitude like he had to get it done mm -hmm. i have to agree yeah. with daniel on that one yeah, that that entire night was insane uh I, that was probably I, the best wrestling event i've ever been to and i've when i lived in biloxi uh we went to a couple like actual live raws and 
uh, Baton Rouge, um, and then we went to a couple house shows. Uh, but being, I guess, having uh, that close of seats and being able to interact, and you know, the the professional relationship that we're building with so many of these wrestlers now, uh, that was probably the best show I've ever been to. Like kudos to Texas All Star for for the show they put on. It, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah I think I think I'm gonna have to agree with him on that because I've been to some wrestling shows, and yeah, I I left that show. I was just I like I told I called Tim on the way home. I was like, dude, I needed that. That was so that was the most fun I've had in so long, and just you know hope hope from you know here the shows get better and better and better. So yeah, they've got a they've got a really stacked roster. They got a lot of talent going on there at TASW for sure, not just. You know, let's say I'm a little biased to Cam. You know, we're we're close, but you know, there there's no denying the other guys. They they've got a lot of a lot of talent and dedication as well. You know, um, Australia Galactica. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's he's special, and uh, I mean, re- really, all of them, e- even the bad guys. You kind of love to hate them. They play their character well, but they're very very talented individuals i gotta say i'm just i'm bummed i'm bummed that i'm not gonna be able to go to scar wars on the 23rd because dude that means dude i get to see i would i'd be able to see nate bradley and jordan jensen in the ring and i can't go to it oh yep your daughter's uh birthday is more important daughter's birthday gotta be gotta be daddy first wrestling fan next you know yeah understood Uh, don't feel too don't that. feel too bad don't feel too bad Daniel I'm not 100 sure if I'll be able to go I have a gargantuan uh, photo job that morning I've got like 325 kids 27 teams uh, up in Shepherd so yeah I'm still Depending thinking on. I'm still I'm still trying to think if I'm gonna go or not because well it, Tim it, just Tim knows how much of a mark I am for Bradley and Jordan Jensen dude those are my two dudes man I like them God they're amazing. Jeez, but yeah, that the, all the matches, and actually, we we actually made a uh, a joke on the on one of them because during one of our our interview with uh, Nate, Isaiah actually said it would actually be cool, and I'll let, I'll actually let Isaiah tell it, but it, it's kind of funny because the, his tag team partner Isaiah called it, and we feel like. Uh, the owner of the organization listened to our podcast and made it happen. I I don't know if he did or not, but <laughs> I put it I put it into the universe. I'll put it that way. Uh, what what are the what's the the expression? You I don't know. You will it into existence or something? Uh, yeah. But I I had asked him who his uh, dream tag team partner would be, and I forget who uh, who he who he said right off the top of my head. But uh, I answered my own question, and I told him, I, I want to see you and Estrella team up. I said, I think that'd be an, an amazing team. And then I like, it would be extremely difficult to to make happen just because, you know, Estrella's already uh, teamed up with Love Muscle. So I don't know how it would how it would happen, but it looks like they, they found a way, and it's going to be an exciting match. And I, I want to be there, and I think I can if I finish those photos by, like, three or four in the afternoon i could make it uh 
but I still have like an hour to tear down all my stuff. And then it's a good 45 minute drive home. And then it's an hour drive out to the VFW. So it, it would be close, but I, I really, really It's actually at a different place this time, Isaiah. Well, which one is at the VFW? Because I know they're coming back to the VFW like really quick. The one at VFW on the 23rd is the Bradley Galactica, Jordan Jensen, and the other guy, the tag match. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was at the VFW on the is. 23rd. Is it? Yeah. I'll have to look out again because I thought it because I looked it up and it seemed. No, like... the, no, the next one they're doing is the Humble Rumble. Oh, and that's go. at the that's at the eighteen thirty six backyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Humble, but the one that's coming up soon. But yeah, the end of March is Scar Wars at the VFW Hall. Oh, okay. So I looked at it wrong. Oh man. But Lobo, that 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 guy's just. Mm-hmm. He's. I like weird. what Matt. I like what Matt said about his coat. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He he come out there in that coat trying to flaunt it around looking like it's made out of possum fur. <laughs> Man. That guy. He he's something else. He's got he's got control of that tribe though. Dude, and he commented on one of my he commented on something I had said. I I made a, a comment on someone's post. I think it was TSW's uh Facebook page. They had made a post talking about the matches and everything. And uh I said the the tribe better look to keep keep one eye over their their shoulder because uh, 5K has another shoulder he can he can uh, hang another belt on and Lobo jumped on there he's like all right well we already ran through both of them individually why do you think this will be any different and I was so t- I, I was that close I'm like shouldn't you be out hunting possums to make another coat with I was hey, like man I don't want I don't want to steal Matt's joke and I don't want to hey, offend anybody hey you ain't stealing it from me bro <laughs> if I say it out loud at a crowd that's free reign. Just, <laughs> I just I didn't know if he would even catch it because I, I don't know if he heard Matt at the venue, but that was that was epic. I, I almost had yingling come out of my nose when Matt said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I just try to, you know, I try to get in it. I I try to make them make them hear me. I try to be loud in the crowd and I'll say some things and I, I try to stay in line most of the time. I I'll never get too disrespectful. I I don't and I won't ever insult someone's family or their kids. But, man, if you're wearing a coat that looks like it's made out of possum, I'm coming for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah. well, that place, and, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to sound self-conceited or anything, but that place needs more fans like you and fans like me that are screaming at these people. You know, mm-hmm. it only adds to the fun of the show because I was screaming at you were, Isaiah was, Tim was. And I think that's what made half the fun was just heckling these guys, but just in a very respectful way, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and and they love it. They they feed off of it too. They, oh yeah. They love it. Yeah. It's, uh, especially uh, the guy that uh, Cam won the belt off. I mean, that one was just hilarious. I mean, he plays. He does his his role so good. Um, I have to give him to that. I mean, he. he oh yeah. He plays it so well, and but the tinted tantrum that he does—I mean, it reminds it's me of great. a toddler. It reminds me of a toddler. In all honesty, it reminds me of a toddler. And Good when idea. he when he came up to Cam's mom, that was—I I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't even catch my breath because of how much I was laughing. 
Oh yeah, th- those two those two go go at it pretty regularly. Anyone anybody that ever comes out and goes up against Cam, they they're gonna get it from Mama Nighthawk. She's coming for you, and yeah. she's ruthless. She's one of the most ruthless yeah. fans out there, and you can hear. If any anything happens good, Cam hits a big frog splash off the top rope. There's that certain yell and that certain scream. She's uh she's definitely very supportive of all her kids. I can say I know uh uh one of her daughters plays um softball and she's really talented too. Uh the one that Callie, the one that plays softball. That girl, you know, all, all her kids are dedicated to what they like to do. That's one thing like Callie gives her heart and soul in her sports and her school. She's very sharp, keeps straight A's, sometimes A's and B's, but she she does academics on a high level, athletics on a high level, and she's very much with that. Cam with his wrestling, it's 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 incredible, but to have a mom like that to stand behind you and support your kids is pretty special. And I know Cam feels the love and everybody feels the heat in the room. That's for sure. I'm hoping one day we see Cam on TV. Hey, that's, that's the goal. That's, that's what he wants. That's his dream. I I hope it happens for him too. And, uh, you know, talking about me being Cam's merch manager for a second. Um, it, you know, I don't feel like it's anything special, but it means a lot to him. But I got him shirts made with Isaiah's help. I got the cards that Cam signs. I got that banner made, and he's he's loving that. And, you know, we sell the shirts. We sell the bracelets and little things like that at the shows. It's great to see when we show up to an event all the Nighthawk shirts out in the crowd. Yeah. I can't believe how many Nighthawk shirts that we're seeing when we go to a show. Yeah, you know it's 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 really cool. Um, it it shows he's he's definitely building his fan base show by show, day by day. And you know we're definitely not trying to get rich off the shirts or nothing else. All the money I manage it for him, and it it pays for his wrestling school, his training, and some of his supplements and stuff like that to work out. He is going to be traveling here. And I need to find a little bit more information and put that out there for people who want to try to follow him. Um, he's going to be actually wrestling in Colorado here. Uh, I want to say March, I think St. Patrick's Day. He's going to be wrestling up in Colorado. Him and a couple of the other guys are taking a trip. So wow. uh, hopefully we can put some Nighthawk shirts up in Colorado too. Man, that would be fun to go to. Well, we'd love to spread the information, you know, help, help, help with that. Yeah. Let me, uh, I'll have to follow up with him and get a little bit more info on that. And then we can put it out there. Well, you better be stocked up for the next, uh, local show. Cause after you won that belt, you're going to have a whole lot of people coming up wanting shirts. Yeah. yeah I need, I need that two X shirt member. Don't forget. I know. Hey buddy, don't, don't worry about that. I'm going to matter of fact, I'll text, I'll text my shirt person. Um, here in a second, I'll make sure that that happens for you. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's real, it's a good feeling. You know, I got him, got him started with the shirts. I told him, you know, let me try to put you some, some merch out there. I saw some of the other 
TASW stars have some merch. And I'm like, man, there's no reason why you can't make a shirt or we can't make something happen for you. So uh, as a close personal friend of mine, um, a union brother, his wife makes my shirts mm -hmm. and she, she does a really good job. So I got that going for him. And I was like, look, man, I'll put up 600 bucks. I got him his first batch of shirts made. I said, after that, whatever we make off the shirts, we'll keep it in a pot. You can use it for your wrestling or I'll put it back into your merch, whatever. And, uh, he, he trusts me. And, uh, so far I think we've done pretty good. Yeah. Y'all, um, I mean, like I said, from going from the one in Conroe to this one, I mean, just seeing the shirts out there, it's just unbelievable. I mean, you, you would think, you know, like me, I'm wearing a Cody Rhodes shirt. You see a lot of people wearing, you know, WWE shirts and stuff like that. But when you go to these kind of events, it's a different experience to see these guys and someone wearing their their logo or something with, with them on it. And it's just yep. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Especially well, – think Go ahead. Uh, there's, there's probably, I think there's more Nighthawk shirts in the crowd than anything, probably two to one at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are. And you'll, you'll see some, you'll, you'll see some love muscle shirts and you'll see some, uh, Nate Bradley shirts. There's a few, there's a few people that have the Nate Bradley shirts and Steven Stellar, the amazing announcer that they have, even, even Stellar's got some shirts. Now I personally own one. I wear my Steven Stellar shirt sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of energy and a lot of efforts going in. These guys are, these guys are putting in the work and man, I, I want to see them all on TV one day. For sure. I, I know I've seen, um, one of them cause he went, uh, he uh, actually premiered on AEW. Actually two of them did. I think, um, I forgot their tag team name. Um, the name's right there on the tip of my tongue. Um, I call them the cavemen. Oh, the, the pillars, pillars of, of destiny. destiny. Yeah, the pillars of destiny. There you go. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, we've seen them on AEW, um, a little bit. So yeah, it's it it's very very neat to know that you know they came from our hometown, started um, independent wrestling, and then they're on a you know an air wrestling show. That's what's unique about everything about that. So, um, Matt, what's your, <laughs> we call him Dracula, but what's, what's your thought of, uh, Donovan Bishop? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he's actually really quick before you start, Matt, he's actually supposed to be in the chat here in a couple minutes. He just messaged me. He's having trouble logging into Twitch. Okay, let, let's hold this conversation till he gets in there because I would love this is gonna be fun. Well, yeah. look, all, all I'm gonna say is I'm I'm highly curious where this character is going because I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna wait till he's in there because I, I I I'd love to see what he has to say on some of this. Uh, I'm I'm gonna grab something to drink real quick. I'll, I'll pick up the conversation when I get back. I'll I'll hold my thoughts on it. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave yeah, it. Me and him, me and him, dude, we've been, dude, we, we messaged the shit out of each other, man. We, 
So are you are you like besties with Donovan Bishop or what? <laughs> no, he's no. gonna he's gonna be his next project. Dude, yeah. there's so many there's so many TASW wrestlers I literally just conversate with and just shoot the shit and talk about like comics and anime and just nerdy shit. Like, dude, I went up to ENX. We were talking about how uh, good he is with this character. He's so polite, man. Like, whenever uh, we stayed around and was just hanging out. I walked up to him. I said, hey, can I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, no worries, my man. And I put my WWE belt on him. I was like, hey, look, I know you lost your belt to a better wrestler tonight. But here, this is just a, a consolation prize. And he got a kick off of that. So, Yeah, you know, honestly, all the guys behind the scenes, they're, they're great. They've all, they've all been respectful. Uh, they're, they're very... They're they're very family oriented, man. They're they're close. They all have a bond, but they're they're just decent guys. Mm-hmm. And I will never, you know, I I don't know how many people are watching this or listening to this out there, but uh, maybe I shouldn't give away their secrets. But they they are good dudes. Even even the bad guys are good dudes behind the scenes, and they all they all care for each other. And and the the main thing I like about it is that they all care about each other's safety in the ring, and that's and you can, a- and you can see that you can see that while they're 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 performing. Yeah, and, and for such a physical sport, when it just one wrong move could end somebody's career, could injure them for life. They're they're very careful with each other, but they're they're just decent people, and I and I really I really enjoy the conversations we have after the shows with all of them and Ian X honestly man I, I got love for that kid he's he's a good dude he's, yeah, he I, is I like actually Daniels. I actually picked on him too um I went up to him because you know we actually want to get him on on the podcast to give him you know give him an interview and I said man I said I don't know what I'm gonna do he's like what do you mean I said I already got your your deal ready, so when you're ready to come on the podcast, we got your picture ready and everything. I said, but the picture that we got is with the title, and I mean, at, at this point, it's I'm gonna either get have to get a new picture or we can keep that one, but we're gonna have to announce that you're no longer the cruiserweight champion anymore. Just put put a red stamp over it, former. <laughs> there you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> So Donovan just messaged me back. I said, you still having trouble logging into Twitch? He goes, yeah, I gave up. Y'all talk about me all you want to, LOL. It's fine, LMAFO. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, Twitch is, like, really temperamental. Like, logging in on my laptop is one thing. It's got the password saved and all that. And then, for some reason, I'll have the exact same damn password saved on my phone. But you go to log in on it, and it won't let you in for some stupid reason. Like I've had to rechange my password like three times on Twitch. I mean, we have to. We can also start going live on um, YouTube instead of Twitch. I mean, it, it, we we want people to start seeing it live and also get to watch it afterwards if um if they missed it live. But if we have to, we can actually start going to um, YouTube, doing it live but there. I'm, I'm ready to hear Isaiah's take on the Donovan Bishop character, please. I know you've I, been loading it up, bud. And I want to hear Matt's thoughts too. I think it's boring. I think the his speeches are too long. He talks too low. Nobody can hear him. Uh, the character comes across as extremely creepy. 
I call him a vampire. He looks like a vampire. The character looks like a vampire, not him personally. Um, and it just, it the so far, I know it's only been two shows, two appearances, but it just seems like it's going to be a very slow developing thing. It seems like he's after the, the tribe for some reason, but then it's kind of like he's talking out of both sides of, of his mouth because it looks like he's recruiting just anybody who will take him. But for some reason, he's kind of gravitating towards the tribe. Um, but so far, the character, not the individual, but the character lacks uh, charisma, like, at all. Like, it's a boring character. The man and, said he's a charisma vacuum. He just sucks <laughs> up it. Like, yeah. I, I just don't understand it at this point. I don't understand it, and it's very boring, and he talks way too long for to keep people's attention. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it, he, he's kind of a, it's kind of a weird character. You know, he, he really came out of the shadows. He came out of nowhere. And the first speech he delivered was real. You know, the, the guy uses words. He tries to use too big of words in his conversation and his delivery. I almost feel that he tries to talk above his audience and not really to them to make himself seem above everyone. And I'm not really sure what his deal is with the tribe. I don't know how that's going to play out. He, it almost seems as if he's trying to put himself in a position to maybe rival the tri rival, the tribe. Like he wants to recruit a group of individuals and he says that he's going to go after domination. So I don't know if he's going to, try to build his own squad and then go up against the tribe. And that's going to be a new rivalry or really where he's going with that character. But it comes off a, a bit strange and he's got those little bitty beady red glasses. <laughs> I mean, he's an, guy, he's an Aussie wannabe. <laughs> well, he, he looks like a, he looks like a Gothic Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, he does. There he, you go. And he, and he comes out looking like, he went to hot topic when Pee Wee Herman lost his bike. And I don't, I don't know. It's, it's strange. I'm not really sure where he's going. I think Tim's getting a real kick out of that. He, he liked that when I hollered it at the show and. It started up a fucking Pee Wee Herman chant. So you're on to something. If I'm responsible for that, I can't comment that. I don't know if that's real, but Hey, maybe. But, uh, nah, he's, I don't know. He, he's probably a good dude, but he's where he's going with that character. I'd like to see a little bit more progression with it. Uh, at the Conroe show, he said he was going to hand out his, his business card, uh, to select individuals. I've yet to see anyone accept his invitation to take his card yet. I saw someone reject it and, he calls himself the Asp. Now I got a I got a question for you since you're more familiar with the TASW scene than we are. We're obviously we're just now starting up with it. If you can see anybody on the current TASW roster that would align with him, and this is just your opinion, who do you think it would be? Man, that's a good question. I'm. Like I say, I'm not really sure where he's going with it. If he just wants to pick up someone, um, 
the tribe is spoken for. Those guys are loyal to the core to each other. I don't think I don't see anyone leaving the tribe to go with Donovan. Um, hmm. That would be interesting. I I really don't I really don't have an answer for that. And I hate that I hate that I don't have anything better to tell you on that. It's uh every just the whole dynamic. I mean, you got Australia Galactica and Ryan Russell. Those guys are solid. They're dedicated to each other. Nate Bradley, he's the champ. Why would he need a guy like Donovan Bishop to represent him? He's well represented himself. Um you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I want to, I want to give you an answer. I'm there. There's so many guys on the roster. I'm trying to think who I got, I got one. Do you think, do you think it could be Jordan? Uh, you just read my freaking mind. That's the I only one not. off the top of my head. Are you like, talking about Jensen? Yes. Yeah. Oh God. I hope not. I hope not. You know, I could see it. I could see it in a weird way. I could see it because that guy, he's coming on the scene. He's coming in hot. He's trying to go for the top spot. And maybe with a little leverage behind him. I mean, the tribe has been very successful with Lobo guiding them, interfering in his matches. Um, Hey, he, he might, Jordan Jensen could possibly see uh, a benefit to having somebody in his corner. I'm, I'm putting this out in the universe, and if it happens again, I'm claiming that shit this time. <laughs> I'll, I will chart. I will chalk up Australia in in 5K as a coincidence. But if this shit happens, it was my idea. Um, hear me out. Number one, Jordan Jensen, his gear. He's already dark. He's already got the black and silver. He's got the lightning bolts. You got the vampire. He's all gothed out. So you got the black on black. They match. Yeah. Uh, you've got Jordan Jensen's character. He's squirrely. He's a little bit of a cheater, but it it works for him. He he plays to that character extremely well. That's yeah. how he that's how he won the rumble, um, and that's just who he is as as an entertainer. We haven't seen uh, Donovan as a manager ringside. We don't know how much interference he's going to play. But if those two personalities and those two styles match up, that's a match made in heaven right there. I could definitely see it working. And I'd have to think about a second one. If they try to make a faction out of it with two or three wrestlers, uh, whether it be tag team or whether it just be a faction, uh, give me a few minutes and I can come up with a second one. But Jordan Jensen would be prime candidate number one. I I got a possible second one. What about Dragon Master Black? Oh, there you go. I didn't think about that one. Yeah, I, I was going to do a little long-term booking. They always say a good guy's got a little dark side in him, right? So let's just say this is six months, eight months, a year down the road. What if Cam went hill? I'm just saying. What if Cam went hill and aligned himself with Donovan. Cam's got, like you said, he's got the dark coat. He wears the dark paint. He can end up screwing somebody out or like uh, uh, hit like somebody with the the, the, the the title belt, like in a cheap, like heel way. And he goes full blown heel in a year. Do you think he would ever go heel? 
to mix his character up a little bit, seeing that he's like the like he's like the like the young um, up and coming hero right now. But in a year, he just says, "You know what? Maybe it's my time that I do me this time," and he goes heel. You know, I don't, I don't think he would. But if he did, I feel like Cam, if he went heel and went to the dark side, I think maybe the tribe would have more of a potential place for him than to go with Donovan. Yeah. However, the tribe has done Cam dirty time and time again. So if Cam did go heel and went with Donovan, it may be to switch up and go against the tribe for all the trouble that they've caused him. So I could see both ways. I don't see, I don't see Cam going heel. He's a crowd favorite. The kids love him. I don't see him turning on. I don't see him turning on his fans or his audience. Yeah. <coughs> but. I was going to say, I was going to say something retracting what you said. Neither neither people thought Hulk Hogan would go heel. The kids loved him, but he went heel, and it did wonders for his career. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. Hey, you, you might not be wrong. I we only time will tell, and that'll that'll be a decision that Cam has to come up with. But uh, I'll be honest, regardless of how I feel and how close I am to him, I hope not. I yeah. I want to cheer for him. It's going to be real hard to support him if he goes heel. <laughs> if he goes, if he goes heel, it's it's going to be hard to cheer for the bad guy. But I've always kind of been a fan of the bad guy sometimes too. I I like, I kind of like the villain in some stories. And, yeah. And he wouldn't, and Cam wouldn't have have to do much to um, change his appearance as far as heel. Do the same thing he's doing now, just a couple little heel tactics here and there. It'd be perfect. I, I can, I mean, to go with what Daniel said, I can actually see, I can actually see it heal in a way. Ooh, Cam is a heel? Yeah. Just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm telling you, all it, all it's going to take, all it's going to take is he, good guy, Cam, good guy, another good guy, right? They have a heel, they have a ref bump, right? Everybody's going to think Cam's going to do the right thing. Cam grabs his cruiserweight title. Like, holy shit, looks around, see if the ref's down. Bam, throws the belt out, and then he gets the one, two, three, and that's the slow progression to his heel turn right there. I've watched too much goddamn wrestling, man. I'm having fun <laughs> with this shit now. Hey, it, 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 it's, not, it's not impossible. I mean, we, we've, no. seen, we've seen it. I mean, remember, I mean, e even when DX with Triple H, mm -hmm. Triple H was that degenerate. He went against the regime. He was against management. And then all of a sudden, boom, he comes out and he's with McMahon and the crew. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and, and also look at, look at The Rock. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if you're following uh, WWE right now, but it's like The Rock right now. Dude, he he's playing it so well to the point where, like, he's 
he's everyone's champ. And now all of a sudden, when he walks out, everyone's booing him. Dude, did you see what he did on SmackDown last night? So, I didn't. Oh, I I didn't. I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to watch it in a couple of weeks, and it's it's been it's been hit or miss for me, and probably in the past four or five years. But I haven't I, I haven't gotten to catch up with it in a couple of weeks. Start if you're going to start anywhere, start with January at the Royal Rumble. Start fresh. Watch now. WWE is the hottest it's been in years, but. I was telling you, Tim, last night when The Rock went, if you smell, and then I, I finally saw it. Mike. Dude, did you see Rock threw up the L again and then closed and it? And then went like this. I that has you, that that has something. Roman during the tag match, and it's it's gonna be at the the beginning. Yeah, the night first one. The, night one. It's gonna it, Cody and Seth are gonna win. Yes, if they. If they don't Which will make it a straight one on one match. Yep. There's not gonna be no bloodline rules. Dude, WrestleMania looks sick this year. I can't wait. Yep, yep. Mm-mm. Yeah, but going back to going back to Donovan, that what I was gonna say about that one is I oh. actually called him the the Dominic uh person because as soon as he comes out the crowd just starts booing him they i mean to be honest you can barely hear him because of the crowd yeah you, you can't you can't hear him talk at all i mean he's playing the role really well to the point where he continues talking and that's why i think matt where you saying that he tries to talk above the crowd but he's just that that Dominic Mysterio character where as soon as he starts talking, <laughs> boom, everyone starts booing him because yeah, because like also what Isaiah said, he's just not. We don't know what this character is trying to do. Like he just came out, he says that he's trying to recruit somebody, but who are you trying to recruit? You're you're not giving the crowd any information. All you keep saying is. I'm trying to recruit somebody. Well, it's it's like I was telling uh, Matt. It's a slow build. It's a slow build. To who is it? Once he recruits somebody, it's probably going to be somebody that we're not expecting. That's where what? Jordan Jensen may come in. Mm-hmm. What are y'all laughing about? Oh, absolutely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely oh, yeah. nothing. That is just a man in a lucha ninja mask talking. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, if we got silent on you, it's just Jesus Christ. Dan is just being a weirdo right now. <laughs> look, look, I look, I'm in a great mood tonight. I'm having fun. I'm All loving right. it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Honestly, Dude, I really I'm am. telling you, bro, I'm either bringing this one or this one to the next show. OK, well, see, we didn't see what you're holding up. So I don't you, you held up an invisible mask a second ago. So <laughs> yeah, Macho Man Ricardo Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh uh, man I hope to be honest with you I hope they throw you in the ring and body slam you <laughs> dude I racked my nuts on the middle fucking rope getting in and Cam laughed at me and well you deserved it dude that shit fucking hurt it was like the lightest little nut throb just now you know how it feels yeah it sucks <laughs> imagine imagine landing on it like they normally do <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Because they don't, hey, Matt, they don't use rope. They use cable, right? Yeah, they're, they're cables. Dude, that shit hurts, man. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're. <laughs> um. Pay no attention to the man in the mask, Matt. <laughs> no. Uh, Jesus Christ. No, I've, I've been, I've been looking at his face. I made him break. I've been looking at his face on my screen, and it's. I don't know, man. Part of me is a little bit jealous. I don't have one. My son's been asking me to buy him a mask at every wrestling show that we've gone to for the last two years. And I haven't bought him one. I think I might have to buy us both one now that I see Dan having how many masks he's got. I, I think I might have to buy me and my boy one. You know what? We need to collectively become a squad of luchadors at these TASW shows, okay? We need to do it. If if there's any mask that I'm gonna get, it's gonna be Ray Mysterio's. Yep. Sorry. I think so I think Australia is... has got some of the most elaborate gear oh, that yeah. I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, dude, his gear is sick. His... I'm waiting for him to come back out and the one that uh, his his entrance video and like his, whenever they show the matchup card, that, yeah, that that bright royal blue and black looks sick. Yeah. What's I'll, the one? I'll, what's I'll, the one he was wearing at Break It Off? The black and white one, was it? The black and the silver one, yeah. 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 I, before I, that, I really he had like that one teal. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just hard to even look at Dan and not laugh. Sorry. Look, this is real. All right. This is happening. This, this is, is happening. <laughs> this is happening. Dude, you know who I, th you, after we left the show, I was really thinking, you know who I got a fond appreciation for that night? Bodie, the guy that was wearing the half Peter Parker-esque outfit in the very first match. Remember he had like the little crop top? I yeah. like that dude. I the, did. The great Bodie, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's one of the, he's one of the newer characters that, that's come out and he, he seems to be a good guy. Um, he's definitely come out to to the defense against the tribe. The tribe, uh, I think Don Milagro really put a hurting on him. They they really they really tore that guy up. Really? Mm -mm -mm. Who's that? What? Um, Dan was actually trying to talk to him, and he doesn't talk at all. No, he talked to me at the very, uh, he talked to me at the beginning when I, uh, was it Black Dragon, whatever? Dragon Master Black? Yeah, I, I said what's up to him because I was like, can I take a picture? It was first intermission. And he was like, yeah, dude, no problem. And he took a picture and then I ran into him again. I was like, dude, how long have you been wrestling? And he kind of did like this. He was like. Like, he didn't want to talk to me then. I'm like, okay, cool. Huh. I'm wondering if that's part of his character. Maybe so. But now that I have a lucha mask, if I find him, shit's going down. He'd kick your ass. Yep. He's gonna get you in that ring, Daniel. He's gonna body slam you and he's gonna do his high flies. Because this is black ninja squared, okay? I'm his uh -huh. double. Yeah. Isaiah, what? you know we're gonna have to put up with the next event that we go to. Can, when when we get tickets, can we get him way on the other side? 
like fourth row somewhere, sitting in the bathroom. Oh, All right, uh, Matt, my all-time favorite question to ask every guest we have. This is kind of my trademark question. No one else is allowed to ask it. <laughs> Who is your Mount Rushmore of all-time wrestlers? There's four on uh, Rushmore. We've had to clarify that a couple times with guests. Okay, yeah. Uh, wow. Four all-time. Man, I loved... I always like, so I was a big fan of Hulk Hogan, but I was also, but no, I'm not going to put him as number one because, so I was a big fan of Hulk Hogan back in the day, but macho man, Randy Savage was something special and I got to put him up there. So, so I will say macho man, Randy Savage. Man, then I start getting into the attitude era. Man, um, I was a big fan of DX, big fan of, man, I don't even, I I shouldn't even beat around the bush about it, man, Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Um, so Randy Savage, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and, man, it gets hard, man. I've I've been such a fan of so many people. Um, I mean, you can't uh, of all time of of just being able to move the crowd, dude. Like John Cena has to be up there, and just all the all the things that he did. I mean, he's a good guy. He's been a bad guy, right? No. Well, when he when he first started, yeah, when, when he first when, started, when he first started, he's been a bad guy. But man, then he came out. Uh, you know, he runs out, does a salute, jacked, jacked to the max, big dude. Um, I like I like what he's done for the sport, and man, you know. And and I keep saying, man, going back to the attitude era, because that's that's really where I became a big fan. I mean, how can you not how can you not put the Undertaker? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, but but you got the Undertaker. I mean uh, mankind, right? Yes. Holy. I feel like he's he's a little underrated for everything that he did for the for the industry. Um. Yeah, man, the fourth one. It's it's hard, and I'm gonna make some people mad. I gotta pick. I mean, I, dude, I'll I'll go with the Undertaker, man. Okay. I go with the Undertaker. So, Matt, I'm gonna shoot a date to you. You tell me if it if if it rings any kind of bells, okay? Since you said Undertaker and Mankind, June 26, 1998, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Known as one of the most famous matches in WWF history, what do you think it is? That was the hell in a cell. You goddamn right it was. Absolutely. Okay, but you said um, you said Macho Man and you said Hulk Hogan. I got something that might put a smile on your face. Give me just a second. You, you, you had to mention it. Uh, Matt, don't feel bad. My uh, 
my uh, Rushmore is probably an abomination in most people's eyes. Triple H, Kane, Edge, Jeff Hardy. That's my big four. Those are the four that I've always been big, the biggest fans of. We'll see. So, I was, like I said, I was a fan of DX, right? Dude, X-Pac. X-Pac in his prime, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. And, and and I could I could talk about my favorite wrestlers. You made me pick four. I had to I had to pick those four just for everything that they've done for the industry. Um just because that's the four that I picked. But man, I was a, a big fan of Matt and Jeff Hardy, High Flyers. I know I know Cam really kind of looked up to those two guys, and I can see in him his style. And what he does reminds me a lot of the way that they used to move. Um, but yeah, man, absolutely. I was at Triple H, dude. Him, the the one of the founding members of DX, coming up, leading that whole regime. Um, and then what he's done in the management side too. I mean, the guy's got an incredible mind for the business of everything that he's doing. I I think he he's. He's definitely one of the greatest of all time. So I don't I don't argue those. All right. So I'm gonna show you something, okay? Who's the first name that comes to mind? Yeah, who's the first name that comes to mind that wore this bad boy? It's the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah. the Macho Man. Miss Elizabeth used to hold it around her shoulder like this. Yeah. All right. So yes, my winged eagle belt. I love this belt. I love it. But so I went to my very first wrestling event when I was three years old in March of 89. Okay. My grandma got me an original Hulk Hogan bandana that night. Oh, dude. Never worn. It still has the, when Hulk Hogan was owned by Marvel. Right here. Look at that. Copyright 1988 on that bad boy. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That is super cool. Yeah. It's in mint condition. That's super cool. You know, I have a, I actually have a t-shirt. My mom took me to WrestleMania when it was at the Astrodome when Stone Cold fought The Rock for the championship. 67,925 fans in the Astrodome. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, that was, that was, uh, that was something I'll never forget, man. That was, I, I want to say, I think my 14th birthday present. And we had, uh, like VIP suite seats, dude. That's awesome. And yeah, it'll be it'll be something I'll never forget. But I bought that T-shirt, or she bought that T-shirt for me, and I think I wore it to school one time, and I still have it. It's still in my closet. It really? doesn't fit. Yeah, it does not fit. It doesn't even come close to fitting. Um, it probably it'd probably be closer to fitting my daughter than than it would me but i still have that t-shirt and i'll never get rid of it no matter what is that the one that's got it's got rock and austin on the front and it says houston we have a problem yeah dude, that's a badass shirt i would actually yeah. put that in a frame i don't know why but yeah. i've i've actually thought about it um but yeah I, I still it's it's still hanging in my closet man from from the places i've moved it's still hanging in my closet wow yeah i did the if I have to pick mine, mine always changes every freaking um, show. But 
I would have to go with my number one would be Undertaker. I I've always been a big fan of Undertaker. Um, second would actually have to be Stone Cold. I it, when I first started watching wrestling back in the day, he was my the first one that I ever saw wrestle, and I was Man, like, when you hear that when you hear that glass break, there's no mistake about what's about to happen. Oh no, yeah, you, you know exactly who's coming out. You know the beers coming out. You know the uh the hell yeah's coming out. The fu's coming. I mean, all of it's coming out when you start. What? Yeah, what? What? Um. And I I always do this. I I pull in a girl, but I um. Someone's gonna drool all over himself, and that's uh, Rhea Ripley. Um, she's in the new era. It, mm, she yes. plays she plays that that role so well. Mm. She really does. I, I I remember seeing her back in NXT. She I, makes under my mask moist. Poor I I missed I missed the the old uh, Rhea Ripley, but it's fine. The new character that she came up with. She's playing it well. She does it well. So that's my third. My fourth, which could be my number three, but I'm going to say my fourth is Goldberg. I like Goldberg. And he was the only one that, till this day, would come out and have the sparks hit him. No other other wrestler has done that since. He's the only one gets the... Uh, the vape, the vapor out of it, and blows it out every time. That entrance that he did was just unbelievable. So that's my Mount Rushmore. Of of all time, and and Rhea Ripley made it. For now, because I, I I could do, bold. I I could do uh, Ripley, or I was actually gonna go with uh, Roman Reigns, even though I, okay. even though I don't like him very much right now because of what's going on with the storyline. Yeah. I still remember Roman with the shield. Right. I like the Roman that he used to be not this arrogant asshole that he's become since he's held the belt. Yeah. I mean, you want to bring women wrestlers to the topic. I mean, how can we not, how could we not talk about Sable and China? Ooh. <laughs> you gotta, you, if, if you gotta watch the the uh, Jericho interview. He hated China. He said he hated her character, hated the fact that all the men were written to lose to her, and said that technically speaking, she was a horrible wrestler. He said she was extremely stiff, and she was a danger to anyone she ever stepped in the ring with. Not because of how strong she was or anything, but because. Technically speaking, she wasn't good. Like she, she couldn't work with people uh, without constantly being on the verge of getting someone injured. Oh wow! Jer- Jericho hated working with her. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just talking about you know the character and the storylines and stuff. Oh yeah. But China. You know what? Speaking of storylines, Matt, are you going to be watching Sting's final match tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Yep, AEW Revolution on pay-per-view, man. It's his final final wrestling match ever. No, honestly, I I won't, man. I won't. I'll be I'll be in a hotel in uh in Fort Worth, so I won't get a chance to watch that. 
That's going to be a good dude. one. I'll have to. I'll definitely have to catch the the replay of it. I'll, I'd like to see it. I mean, Sting, man, that guy's that guy's been a legend forever. But no, I'll be I'll be in a hotel in Dallas Fort Worth somewhere. Watching his documentary though, of his the character of Sting from what he was before to when Hulk Hogan came in and to the the Sting that he is now. That whole documentary is just incredible. The storyline of of him, I I never never understood the the sting until I watched that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to catch up on some stuff, man. I need to I need to spend some time watching some of the the documentaries and some of the interviews on some of these guys I've missed. I've heard heard lots about them, like the Chris Jericho interview and uh yeah i wanna really you're gonna you're gonna do that daniel to that bandana never been worn and he's finally wearing it after all this as <laughs> <laughs> sorry everyone we gotta end the show sorry everyone oh. we just gotta end the show now <laughs> Dude, this is great. I love it. If y'all know, it. I am absolutely smiling under here. I love it. I love I, it. I knew you were. Who, <laughs> like, I never knew, like, what such joy a fucking mask would bring me. Dude, you gotta put the green one back on so, you, so all of you disappears except for the horses. <laughs> you know what? Your wish is my command. Uh, Matt, That's while we're t- waiting on the invisible ninja turtle to come back, uh, <laughs> there we go. There he is. Uh, do you have Peacock by chance? No. No. Okay. Dude, there's so many good, excellent documentaries on there. Uh, I've watched two of them recently. The uh, Brothers of Destruction, which is Kane and Undertaker. Yeah. It, it goes from like day one, like before Kane even was Kane. Like he was still, uh, what, Dr. Yankum or something? The, well, the dentist well, or something? Well, before he went to the WWE, he was known as the Unabom when he worked in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And then when he got uh, drafted to WWE, that's when he become Jerry Lawler's personal dentist, Isaac Yankum, DDS. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, it starts off, like, Undertaker's kind of following his career. Like, he's like, man, this guy could really be something. This kid's special. He's big. He's athletic. But this character ain't working for him. And uh, so through conversations with The Undertaker, like they kind of developed the, the Kane character a little bit. And then after it came into what it was, what it eventually became, they're like, holy shit, like we need to do this like now. And it just goes through the entire storyline of them becoming brothers and, you know, the, the fire and the matches, the tag team. It's awesome. And uh, the other uh, one, there was a rewatch. Uh, it was uh, Mick Foley and The Undertaker. They met up in Austin somewhere to sit there and rewatch that match and break it down step by step, detail by detail. And oh, wow. to hear their their insight on that it is incredible. Yes. Uh, the, the part that sticks out the most to me is Undertaker saying when he chokeslammed him through okay. the top, through the cage, he's like, dude, if you would have rotated just an inch more on the way down. Like I would have killed you. Like he landed like perfectly, but that like, they weren't expecting the cage to break. And and they were talking about that 
like the the little twist ties that hold the chain link to the actual poles. Yeah. Like they were kind of watching them stretch a little bit, but they they weren't expecting that to happen. That was completely unplanned. So like to hear from their perspective about that match from beginning to end was just you got to watch it. it. And even yeah. even the th- the thumbtacks like oh yeah. Uh, Undertaker did want to do it twice. He's like, no, once is enough. Like they're talking like as the match is going on. He's like, no, I didn't land in enough of them. I need it again. So like he like forced him. He's like, I by the time that he like chokeslammed him back into the thumbtacks again, he's like, that was just like out of mercy because I knew you weren't gonna stop. You weren't gonna quit until I put you back in it. And he's like. It was it was unreal. Like and, you, you and, just have to watch it. And and the yeah. fact that he came out of it saying that he didn't remember anything. He had a concussion through the whole match. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by the time that he got to the back, he was like, "I need to get back out there and finish the match." And they're like, "Dude, the match is over." <laughs> and wow. the tooth, the tooth sticking out of the nose. They talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, but that was him, though. And you see him nowadays, and he's still the same guy. Dude, I've I've read his documentary. I've read, not documentary, but his his biography that he wrote. I read the one by Edge. Uh, that one's really good. Uh, Edge, his is his is pretty funny. He talks about traveling on the road and doing crazy shit in hotel rooms. Like they were. There you go. That's one I'm reading right now. Jericho's new one. Nice. I got to I got to repurchase mine off of Amazon because I've moved ten thousand times since I bought these. Uh, I have no clue where they're at now. But the Edge one was really good. They were talking about they were daring each other to jump out of like fourth floor windows into gigantic snow piles, like just out of boredom and being drunk as shit. Like it's it's it, it was a great great book. I, you're, you're, y'all guys are making me want to go read it now, and I'm not a big reader. Well, this book, this book, it literally tells you every match he's ever had in front of how many people and how much he made that match. It's literally called The Complete List of Jericho. So you can find his first match he ever wrestled. Let's see. His first match he ever wrestled was November 10th of 1990. He made 20 bucks in front of a crowd of 70 people. Damn. I wonder how much he made on that cruise. Oh, the Jarrah Cruz? Yeah, him and Big Show. Oh, God. Dude, I feel bad for Big Show at this point. Supposedly, uh, I saw a TikTok where he was having a candid conversation with someone. He's actually getting, like, knee replacement, and uh, maybe it'll fix this just god-awful limp that he has. And one of his knees are, like, bending backwards whenever he walks. Like, you can see it. It looks disgusting. That's a That's a big dude, man. That's a lot of weight for those knees to carry. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Plus the wear and tear and the beating he's put on him over the years. But yeah. if it's if it's going to make him healthier and happier and and get him walking right again, like dude, just shut it down. Go get the surgery. Well, I mean, he's still so, wrestling with AEW. Yeah, I know. Like, like go look, go look on TikTok. Just type in like you know Big Show twenty twenty four or twenty twenty three. Like he's barely making it down the ramp. He's like hobbled, limping down the ramp. And then same thing on that that uh, cruise. He was like limping to the elevator. Uh, you know, he's just wearing like a uh, Hawaiian shirt because 
apparently they, you know, they perform at night, but they're walking around the ship just like a, a normal passenger throughout the day. And yeah. he's he's in pain. And then like the the one that I saw, uh, like I said, you could hear him having a conversation with someone, and then the person recording it is like a couple feet back, and he's like, "Yeah, whenever I, I'll, it's going to be a partial replacement, and you know, I'll I'll be good to go. I'll be good to go." So it's like, dude, just shut it down and go do it because it's painful to look at. Well, he's he's definitely got the money. He ought to get it all the way done and get it done right with something and i know those guys have access to some of the best doctors and medical care around they should he should do that for himself you know as as you get older man you got to take care of yourself and, and your your knees your feet and your back you gotta you gotta take care of those especially in a as physical of an industry as it is and what toll it takes on your body you gotta you gotta do that right or he'll be in a wheelchair man i mean oh, yeah, you sure. gotta think of you know they they made this a career, yeah, and, and you know, and that goes back to talking about Cam. I mean, he's wanting to go as far as he can. I mean, it goes back to making sure you take care of yourself. And I know these guys take well, um, very well good care of themselves. But I mean, just the beating, like y'all just mentioned, the beating that they go through every weekend, and then you know, once they get to the being on TV, it they could be doing a show if like Cam makes it all the way to WWE. He's going to be doing a show either uh, Monday and then doing a special appearance on a Friday. You know, it yeah. just, it just depends on that. And so when you're constantly on the road, getting these beatings like you do day in and day out on top of training, it does take a toll. It, it does. And big shows. Yeah, no. Yeah, and, and guys guys like Cam and the other TASW guys, I mean, they these guys are out working full-time job, 40 hours plus, some of them. They they work physical physical jobs as well. So they gotta they gotta make sure that they take care of themselves so they could perform, but they also have to be careful while they perform because if they get hurt while performing and they can't work then that that's going to take a financial toll on them. So it's a, you know, it's hitting it on both sides there. Mm-hmm. You know, Cam, Cam has to make sure he works safe at work so he doesn't get hurt so he can perform wrestling, but he has to work in the ring safe to make sure he can go back to work Monday. So it's, and, uh, and, I, and I feel so like, I think I was asking Nate how that, how that goes, because I mean, you know, after the match between, between him and the other Nate, that that beating that he went through, I just wonder how he felt the next day at work. Oh, I'm I'm sure he felt like he got hit by a truck. I mean, Nate 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 Bradley's a beast, and uh, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get a clothesline from that guy, mm-hmm. much less a much less an open hand rib chop like that and break <laughs> my skin open. I'm sure, I'm I'm sure he uh, he probably felt that one for a couple days. Oh yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I'm a big fan of Cam and Nate, but I I will honestly have to say if Nate's watching, I'm so sorry. But during his match, I was laughing the whole time because every time he tried to go off the ropes and do a, a move on, on the other Nate, Nate would just sit there and bloop, 
catch him. Like if he was nothing. It's like hitting a brick wall. That that guy, the mm. bionic silverback, man, he, he's a beast. Yeah, it, and it just cracked me up because every time he tried, it was just like he wasn't going nowhere. And so he had to come up with a strategy, which he started doing very well on. But then it got interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, we weren't able to see the finale of what that match was turning into because it, it was definitely they were going to war. Yeah. Just like Cam's. I mean, he was going to war, too. I mean, he came out with that war paint and he <laughs> there was no stopping him. Dude, the, that match had so many momentum changes. Like, oh yeah, it it, it, it drove me batshit crazy watching that match just because it was so. You you think one thing's about to happen and then something else happens, uh, and then whenever there was the interference and I, I kind of had a. I'm not gonna say I knew, but I had a damn good feeling that whenever he survived that interference, I was like, oh yeah, it's happening. Like they came out to screw him over. It didn't happen. Here we go. It's time to win the belt tonight. Like it just that I don't know. Like I said, for some reason, being able to being able to survive that potential interference is what really turned the tide for me. Whenever we were watching that, and I started kind of feeling, I guess, uh, more confident or more at ease that that Cam was leaving leaving that match with the belt. Yeah, yeah. I was I was definitely hoping so, and it just was like, man, one more thing is going to keep him away from it. One more thing, and. They came out and tried to interfere, but I had I had a gut feeling that once the guys that came out to deal with the tribe outside the ring, I knew that, I, well, I didn't know. I had a feeling that, okay, they've just eliminated this outside interference. Let Cam do his thing, and, yeah. it, and it, it did. It finally happened for him. That and surviving the low blow. That surviving the low blow and surviving the interference after well, those two, it just you knew it was, well, you knew it was happening. Well, I I was worried when Cam got inadvertently knocked into the ref and the ref oh, yeah. out, and the ref was out of commission. I was a little worried, and then he survived the low blow. After that, I was just worried that that ref's shoulders weren't working correctly to where he couldn't rotate and count to three yeah Yeah, that that was that was the slowest count that i ever saw i have to honestly say i don't know yeah but it built to the it are you talking about the one that counted cam to be the winner yeah Yeah. Yeah. but that's the thing It, it added drama to the match because you didn't know if he was coming down for the three if ian was gonna kick out and be like oh it fucking keeps going well i mean at that point cam had him for a six or seven count yeah and yeah. I mean, realistically, he had him for a six or seven count. And when his hand came down the third time, it was just such a such a relief that all his hard work and his effort paid off. Man, I'm still I smile about it thinking about it, man. I'm 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 so proud for him. Yeah, we, we all are. Do y'all have any do y'all have any final questions for Matt about Cam? Yeah, when's his next appearance? Uh, it'll it'll be at uh, Scar Wars on the twenty third. Now, okay. is, now is he going to be um, defending the belt there, or is he just uh, making the appearance? I I believe he'll be in action. 
I, I don't know who is I don't know who his opponent's going to be this time, but I do believe that he will be in action, probably defending his championship. It'll be interesting to see who the next number one contender is, unless they just automatically give Ian a a rematch. But if it's not Ian, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see where the next storyline goes with that belt. Yes, yeah, I'm excited. I well, I, Ian, Ian definitely he wants it back. He's upset that he doesn't have it. I saw him crying about it today, and uh, they they had that um they had that spring block party, the Freedom Plumbing uh block party they had today and he was there crying about it and acting like he was motioning that he had the belt and i had to remind him you lost it you don't have it so <laughs> i would have loved to have been there to see that was there was there a big turnout for that event oh uh, yeah yeah there were there were probably about a hundred people out there yeah who main evented uh main event was Oh, they did the tag. It so the main event. It was, it would have been Nate Bradley and ENX, but there was some outside interference after the match, and so it ended up being an eight-man tag team match. And yeah, it was uh, that that was a sight to see. That would have been cool to see. Yeah. Any more question, guys? No, I before think I hit, hit every nail on the head. Before we uh, wrap it up here. No, just Matt, thanks for coming and hanging out with us, man. This, this was fun. Uh, you know, just hanging out, uh, kind of seeing seeing uh, your opinions on things and, you know, hearing your contributions to, you know, as being the merch manager and, uh, just how supportive you are of Cam, and uh, I feel like I'm sitting here talking to my brother, man. I've known this dude for twenty something years now, so uh, no kidding, man. It's it's been uh, it's it's been a wild been a wild ride, man. The last twenty years, I mean, me and you came up came up in uh, you know, junior high, high school, and all that. So it's it's been wild, man. It's always a pleasure to have you as a friend, your family. And uh, Tim and Dan, great guys. I uh, really appreciate y'all guys for having me on the show. And, Anytime. Uh, Absolutely, bro. One of these days, we're going to have to get Mama Nighthawk on here. What, we is she to. around we have to. to get a little cameo? <laughs> uh, can, I hear, is that her laughing? I hear her laughing. You, you can never mistake Mama Nighthawk's laugh. No. She's got a laugh that... It, it, it's contagious, man. Sometimes the joke's not funny, and, and then you... <laughs> it, it, it's not funny, and then she laughs, and then I laugh at her laughing, and then it just goes on. But it's a very contagious laugh. It's fun. Yeah. Um, now we we could possibly get Mama Nighthawk on here at one point. Um, she's not. She's not camera ready at the moment, <laughs> so she says no. Well, tell but, tell tell Mama Nighthawk we love her and we're a big fan and we can't wait to have her on. Aww. Oh, she she can hear you. <laughs> say say something. Let me let you you can talk to him. You don't have to put your. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, we we'll, we will get Mama Nighthawk on here, and I'm sure she could um 
share some some funny stories about Cam growing up. And uh, actually, I've been privileged lately to see a couple pictures. Uh, you know what? Let me let me share this with y'all. Are you doing? Do you want yeah. the first one? Uh, where's the other one where he had the other belt? Which one? What? Remember the the one that he had the. Oh, I showed it to them. Did you? The wrestling thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let let me let me share this. So this is this is Cam, and this is his sister Haley. <laughs> now Cam, in this picture, is probably like eight. Eight. He's probably eight years old. Now check this out. Oh, they're not gonna do All right, that. yeah. You have the if you if uh if you turn the blur background off, it'll oh, you'll be able to see it. One second, we're we're working on it. Oh, I don't know how. We gotta we're working on this. Uh, I don't know how to do it. Uh click on your camera and then uh do uh where you're gonna choose a background and it should show um and scroll all the way to the top and it's Take off your the background. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So check this out. Oh god. <laughs> nice. Oh, there you go. You see that? Oh wow. Yeah. So he's got he's got the belt. What is, what is she wearing? It's a little bright. Just a little dress. Oh okay. Okay. So <laughs> so you see that now. This this is today. This is right now, in real life. Oh, they recreated it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's they, cool. They recreated it with his. <laughs> I I see her. Uh, yeah, that's my. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. They they recreated that picture tonight and sent that to Mama Nighthawk, and I just thought, man, that was that was so cool. No, what hey Matt, Matt, let me ask a question. Is that a headboard like a mahogany? Uh, it's it's more it's more oak. Oh, it's more of an oak. An oak. Yeah, it's, is it pressure treated? A, huh? Is it pressure treated oak? Uh, it's um, yeah, it is pressure treated for strength and durability. There you go. Golly, this guy, this guy. Oh man. Holy crap! Quality craftsmanship around here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, it, USDA it, grade A wood. It it yep. it's, it would actually kind of be cool to get uh everybody on with Cam when we get back on again. We need more of Mass Daniel. Mass Daniel's very fun. I'm, I'm hey, check, this. hey, check this one out. This is the one that Holly showed y'all. It's too bright. Yeah, the the webcam has a hard time like adjusting the exposure to the phone but i yes. i know which one you're talking about he's, oh, he's stop probably using like, your photography slang on us exposure and <laughs> lens quality a man hey. in a mask don't care about that oh god isaiah's the one he's got that he's got the knowledge of of the photography and stuff He'll he'll tell me things I may or may not understand it, but I know that he knows what he's talking about, and I trust him for it. So, oh, yeah. Dan, if Appreciate we ever it. get Estelia on, I want you to wear that mask when he's on, and y'all two go at it. No, this oh, is just gonna... this is just who he is as a person. Now, the mask is needs to be on no less than half of the show every night from now on. 
There goes Hololens. Yep, I'm putting that in the contract. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's the hand motions for everything for me. <laughs> That's why. No, not that but one. No, it's not that for one. real, guys. It, it's been fun. Um, I don't know how entertaining it's been for for the guests and for the the people out there watching out in the world or who will watch it and sorry if it wasn't entertaining enough but i did really enjoy the conversation i appreciate y'all guys uh again having me on and having me talk about cam and everything that that we got going on um yeah hey man i think he did great i think it was a great conversation great show yeah, it was fun uh, Daniel yeah. definitely brought the uh, comic relief tonight. I appreciate that. So I'm at uh, WCW Nitro right now. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> He's gonna pull you, Isaiah. Uh, hey, I'm here for it. I'm here. Yeah, for I got it. I got Luger in the main event here in a little bit, so I gotta go get ready. I gotta go get go get oiled up. Because you you never you know how much a ninja loves their body body oil. Oh my god. Tim, you want to you want to take us out, bud? Or uh, you know what? Let let's let, let's let Dan. This is his his well, time to shine. I'm gonna let Dan him. Ta- I'm gonna let him <laughs> no, take us. Tim's got it. No, no, he can he can take us out in his new uh, attire. But the one yes. thing I do want to let the the audience know is, um, as of a couple of days ago, we have um, joined forces. You can now find us on every platform that you can get your joined podcast forces. on. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on um, Apple um, Podcasts. We're on, like I said, every platform that you can think of. Um, so if you miss us live, you can find us on there. You can definitely watch the video on YouTube. Um, that will be up shortly. And guys, once again, this has been a fun night. Like Isaiah said, Dan has brought the comedy to it tonight. And from here on out, sorry, Dan, it's in the contract. You have got to wear the mask. I'm actually going to say this for the whole podcast from here on out. No, no, no less than 50%. No less. I'm up for that. All right, Dan, take us out with your new, uh, with your new style. Man, you put me on the blast, man. Hold on. I got to do this as Macho Man Ricardo Sanchez. No, no, no. no. (laughs) We like, we like, we like that mask better. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm good. I'm good with either. I'm good with either. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta do this. God damn it. This is epic. No, he can't do it that way because then it. it... It's fucking radioactive. All right. So y'all ready? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is Macho Man Ricardo Sanchez. Said I hope y'all had a great night watching the Saturday Night's Main Event podcast. For me. Ricardo, my buddy Tim, and my buddy Isaiah, thank you for having Matt on with us, and you'll have a great night. Dig it. All right, and we are out. <laughs>